0: The statues are in a tight line right across the back of the marae. Their arms are outstretched, eliminating the option of running around them and back into the kitchen. The yui boom is up full blast and there are some singing up a storm.
1: Help! Help! Hey you fellas! Help! Paki, forget about it! No one can hear you! Come on! we gotta go! Go where? anywhere but here, come on!
0: The three sprint down the bank towards the river. They can hear the statues on their heels. Use the
1: phones! The lights slow them down!
0: The phone lights blaze ahead and just in time. The statues were just about on them. The statues all freeze as the lights hit them. They move their phones from side to side as the ones out of direct light continue to move. When they take the light off one statue, it moves in the darkness.
1: Oh man, it's not easy. Just keep moving the phones around. Man, you guys are pretty fast for rocks. Okay, back up slowly. Nice and calm.
0: Bucky trips over a rock. His phone goes flying.
1: Hey, where's my phone? Uh, uh, I can't see my phone. Forget about it, Bucky. Go on now. I have an idea, guys. Follow me!
0: Pucky and Hori follow Tame down a beaten track with trees on either side. They can sense that some of the statues are amongst the trees and Hori and Tame shine their phone lights freezing the statues before they can leap out. They're all sprinting their little hearts out. Tame and Hori are changing between lighting the pathway and shining the light back at the statues. They freeze on the spot as the light touches them while other statues push through in the dark spots.
1: Don't these guys give up? Up this way!
0: Ordi turns the light on a couple of angels that almost get him from the side. They freeze mid-jump.
1: Hey me I don't know if we'll uh, be safe up there. These guys don't seem to be playing by the rules.
0: Bucky sees the Urupa. That's
1: your plan? Um, guys, to shine a light on our predicament, to illuminate the situation if you will. Um, enough of the analogies? Actually, it's a metaphor. But isn't this a jumping from the throwing pan and into the fire type of scenario?
0: All three leap over the gate into the urubah. Hori turns to his bestie.
1: Tommy, what are you thinking? Daleks! Tommy, I know where you're coming from, but which season? What? Well, in the first episodes, you could escape the dialect uh, up a flight of stairs. But the second set, they can fly. That, of course, was the other possibility.
0: The boys back towards the first line of headstones. They bump into Nana's headstone. Tommy turns to Nana. Oh, man. Man, we, we could really do with your help right now.
1: I, I can't run anymore. I'm stuffed. Ew, me too.
0: Same. The boys lower their phone lights.
1: All right. Do your worst. You hear me?
0: The statues are in a bunch. They all make a path down the centre and the angel who'd been trying to grab Tommy over the last couple of days shuffles forward, followed closely by the Grim Reaper. The angel opens its arms, ready to crush Tommy in an instant. Tommy closes his eyes, resigned at the inevitable. Tommy is crying now. Just do it! Just go on, do it! Tommy.
1: Um. Tommy, uh, You'd better have a look.
0: Tommy opens one eye and sees that the statue's arms are still open. The lights are not shining directly on the angel, but they can still see clearly in the gloomy light. A smile moves across the face of the angel. Nan? Is that you? Tommy leaps into the statue's arms that close around him. The arms open back up and the statue returns to its original carved position. A glowing blue mist leaves the statue, touches Nan's headstone, and shoots off at light speed. Tommy puts his hand on his heart. Oh, Nan. So,
1: um, if that's Nan, who's the Grim Reaper guy?
0: Isn't it obvious? Slightly obsessed with the stick-waving. Papa? The Grim Reaper returns to his stance and a blue mist, the same as Nana's, leaves the Grim Reaper. It hovers over his father's gravesite before heading north in the same direction as Nana. The other statues all follow suit. It's a beautiful sight. The blue glows touch a headstone as they depart. They are all Uri that died in the last 50 years or so, which is when the statues first appeared at the Marae. There's Uncle Hewa that died a few years ago, Auntie Josie that died last year, and his brother Kurotaki, who died just before Nana. The statues must have captured their Modi. a blue glow. Fills the entire urupa for a moment. And then like a shower of shooting stars, they're all gone into the night. Wow. They're all free. Paki waxes cousins Hori and Tami on the back. Yeah, never doubted you for a second.
1: Well, why didn't they just come here by themselves? Aroha. Aroha? Aroha.
0: Yeah, Aroha. You and Nana's favourite. She loved you with all her heart and soul, and obviously you did too. Pame and Hori look skeptical at the revelation. Yeah, I get that Aroha set them free, but why were they in the statues in the first place? I don't know, but Aroha's the bridge between our universes. I know, right? It's hard to see that beneath these brutish good looks. lies a poet. Um, what if I said... no? Liar, liar. T. Connie, eh? let's go. Fuck you, are? He Natewa tuku te wānanga o Altearwa. ah nga te māngai pāho Pakikehua, brought to you by te wānanga o Altearwa with funding from te māngai pāho.